On today's episode of the Productivity Podcast, I'm sharing some thoughts on minimalism. Welcome to the Productivity Podcast, the show that will supercharge your productivity fast. Get more done with actionable, easy to follow advice and become a Jedi Master of Productivity. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Productivity Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode number 67. As always, I appreciate your time and your attention because I know how valuable those things are. And uh, it's been a long time. I've been a little bit slack on the podcast, but I've been really focusing on only producing content when I'm really happy and proud of the content that I'm producing. And I'm really excited to be producing and sharing the ideas for this episode today. So thank you for tuning in. If you want to have a read of this post or read any, find any of the links relevant for this podcast, you can find them at paulminers.com slash 67. And uh, today I'm sharing some thoughts on minimalism. I'm actually recording this from our Airbnb in Sri Lanka. As many of you may know, we've been traveling for the last six or so months, currently at our Airbnb in Sri Lanka. And let me tell you, it is hot. And in the interest of uh, getting good quality audio for this podcast, I've turned off all air conditioning. I've closed the windows and doors and the fan. Let me tell you, it is hot, so I really hope the audio is coming through nice and clearly for you. You may even hear some nice, authentic uh, Sri Lankan traffic and crows in the background. <laughs> okay, but let's get on to the content for today's episode. Now, minimalism, there's been a lot of talk about this idea of minimalism recently, and uh, as I've learned more about this kind of fancy new buzzword and applied some of the concepts within my own life, I found uh, that this, this minimal ideas have been having more of an impact on my life and how I make decisions. Now, um, I'm, I'm pretty new to minimalism, but uh, you can learn a lot more on The Minimalist's blog or their podcast, and this has really been my go-to source for learning about minimalism. In fact, I think The Minimalist have been instrumental in sort of bringing minimalism into kind of mainstream culture, building awareness. Um, their documentary on Netflix, uh, Minimalism, I, I believe it's called Minimalism, has been, um, is really interesting and I think has been, yeah, very important uh, or very um, instrumental in, in educating the masses about minimalism. So I highly check, recommend you check out their blog, their podcast, and their documentary. Now, for starters, what is minimalism? Because there's a lot of definitions out there. Um, you, can, you can read lots of definitions. My understanding, if I really had to boil it down, my understanding is that minimalism is a way of thinking and making decisions based on this idea that less is more, okay? And that we derive meaning and value from a few important things. That's how I see it. And uh, I almost think of it as a type of philosophy. You know, I think it's a framework that we can use to live our lives. And with this in mind, um, I'd like to share some ways that minimalism has affected me over the last kind of 12 months or so. So the first key thing is about uh, I want to talk about is minimal possessions. And when you first hear the word minimalism, I think a lot of people assume that it's referring to the idea of owning fewer possessions. And yes, your relationship with material possession is an important aspect of minimalism, but it's just one, one part of it. In fact, um, there really is no requirement that you have to own as little as possible in order to be, you know, quote, a minimalist. Um, minimalism with respect to material things is about being more conscious and aware of what you choose to own. And uh, I genuinely believe that a lot of uh, unhappiness comes from our insatiable need for more stuff. And there's a great quote by William Irvine in his book, uh, A Guide to the Good Life, uh, the book on Stoicism, and he says, um, and I quote the following, We humans are unhappy in large part because we are insatiable. After working hard to get what we want, we routinely lose interest in the object of our desire. 
Rather than feeling satisfied, we feel a bit bored, and in response to this boredom, we go on uh, to form new, even grander desires. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, and um, I want to ask, like, have you ever wanted something so bad, and then when you finally get it, the satisfaction of owning it kind of wears off over time? Or maybe, maybe you know, you got a pay rise once, and if you think about it, did that pay rise make a difference? Or did your spending increase to the point where the pay rise was no longer noticeable? I can definitely think back to times where both of those things have been true. So when it comes um, to, to material possessions, a minimal mindset basically requires us to be more deliberate about what we choose to own. And by owning less, we attach more value and meaning to the things that we own. And as a result of that, I believe that our desire to own more actually diminishes. So in other words, what I'm saying is that by owning less, we're happier um, because we don't have this need to own as much stuff. And I like to think of it like this. If you imagine you have a limited amount of appreciation, so imagine your ability to appreciate things is a finite resource. If you had a hundred things and appreciate all of them equally, you would appreciate each thing 1%, right? A hundred things, appreciate them equally 1%. Now, if you whittle this list down to just 10 things, you would appreciate each thing 10%. Now, obviously, this is you know, a bit of an extreme example, but you see the point I'm making, which is that by owning less, you value the things that you do have more, and by valuing things more, you don't need as much stuff because there's less of a void to fill. And in my own life, when we sold our house uh, eight or nine months ago, we minimized a lot of our possessions, either by dumping them or by selling them. And since traveling, we've been really living on very few things. We've, we've had... Um, We've been bringing very few things with us on our trip, and it's made us feel a lot more organized and less stressed. And it's weird how your physical surroundings and your, your environment can have such a big impact on how you feel. And I think it's this whole idea that a cluttered environment creates uh, a cluttered mind. And so the reason um, the idea of owning less is so closely tied to minimalism is that it's a symbol of how you should live the rest of your life. And by owning less, you can apply the same concepts to other areas of your life, like your work, your relationships, your hobbies, and, and projects. And that's what I want to talk about next. And so one of the other areas of minimalism that I think about a lot is minimal business. And you can apply concepts of minimalism to how you run your business, assuming, of course, you're self-employed. And um, uh, Paul Jarvis, a blogger and podcaster who I follow online, right, uh, produces great content, re recently wrote about this and, and actually talked about it on his podcast. Um, and he talks, uh, in a lot of the ideas that he mentioned really resonated with me. And Paul discusses how designing a minimal business can help you to create freedom uh, from being busy, helps you to create financial freedom, and freedom from big responsibilities that often weigh us down. And uh, in the business world, I think a lot of people talk about, you know, the hustle, uh, working long, hard hours and being in a constant state, state of busyness. Uh, because, you know, it's, it's really cool to say that you're busy, right? Um, but I've always tried to follow the kind of the four-hour workweek model where you design a business that requires less of your time. Um, and you try and maximize output for the least amount of input. And with this in mind, I'm now thinking about, you know, how many products do I need to sell to generate an income? How many hours do I need to spend consulting? How much content do I need to produce? Uh, how much traffic or how many email subscribers do I need to, to run a successful business? And as uh, Paul Jarvis puts it, rather than pursuing constant growth, what is my definition of enough? Because that's a really um, great point is that we often just assume that we have to grow constantly. But actually... Um, just, just having enough, uh, enough subscribers, enough income is often all we need. Um, and and it, it, you can do, get a lot of satisfaction by just sustaining what you already have rather than pursuing constant growth. 
Another area of minimalism I think about a lot is minimal media, um, because we live in an age where we're now swamped with social media updates, uh, articles, videos, books, newsletters, emails, podcasts. There's a lot of information out there. And in the past, when I've, um, you know, quote, subscribed to these different channels, I felt a constant need to kind of catch up when I haven't been able to, you know, listen to the latest podcast or when my reading list gets too long. And now I just tell myself, you know, if a book or a podcast or whatever it is, is really important, I'll make time for it. But otherwise, I can live without it. There's no need to consume all the content unless it's going to be of real use to me. And actually, this is kind of why I've eased back on the podcast a little bit. I really want to produce good quality content instead of just making content for the sake of making content. Um, And I remind myself that the reason I often listen to podcasts or read books is to learn. But learning is pointless unless you actually do something with the knowledge that you have. And so, therefore, I focus on executing and learning as I go. And this is often what I refer to as, like, just-in-time learning. So rather than just consuming content or trying to learn for the sake of learning, I, I try and learn something new when I have a need for learning something new. And uh, finally, I want to talk about minimal work. So maybe you don't work for yourself, but you have a job. Um, and so you can apply concepts of minimalism to how you, how you work and how you do, do your job. So um, like I said before, being busy has become a bit of a badge of honor. Um, I've talked about before on this podcast about how being busy often makes us feel important. Um, and when someone asks you, you know, how you're doing, it's really great to be able to turn around and say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm so busy. Um, and in our jobs, it's, it's easy, to be- easy to become overwhelmed with projects and emails and distractions. And um, we want to seem like a team player as well. So when someone asks us, you know, can you do something, you kind of say, sure, why not? And... Um, Tim Ferriss has actually often talked about the idea that being busy is in fact a form of laziness. It implies lazy thinking and a lack of priorities, and that's something I definitely try and remind myself of. Uh, Derek Sivers says that your decision to do something should be either hell yes or no. In other words, unless you're 100% stoked about doing something because you think it's going to be awesome, then don't do it. And these are the approaches I try and follow. Rather than celebrating being busy, I try and celebrate uh, having more free time and, and increasing output for less input. And by applying um, minimalism to our work and by taking on fewer projects, we can actually achieve better results at the end of the day. Similar to how I talked about appreciation, um, your effort can only be divided so many ways. So if you think about it, would you rather apply um, 10% effort to 10 things or would you rather apply 50% effort to two things or even 100% effort to one thing? You know, where do you think you're going to get the better result? Hopefully, you'll see that by applying 50% to two things rather than working on 10 things and doing each of them kind of really averagely, you'll get a better result. And so those are some ways that minimalism have uh, really got me thinking and affected me over the last um, little while. I'd really love to hear your thoughts on minimalism. How is it affecting you? How are you applying minimal concepts? Please feel free to leave me a comment. Head on over to the blog, paulminers.com slash 67 to share your comments. And uh, thanks very much for listening to this episode of the Productivity Podcast. My name is Paul Miners, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Productivity Podcast. For me, productivity is a tool for getting more out of life. I believe that if you can be more effective and efficient, not just at work, but in everything that you do, that this, I truly believe, is the pathway to a happier and more fulfilling lifestyle. Join me at paulminers.com and sign up to my free email course, The 7-Day Productivity Plan, to learn more about my approach to productivity and how I balance multiple projects, uh, how I use different apps within my productivity system, and how I get more done with less stress. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you could leave me a review. Let me know if you have any questions or what you'd like to learn more about. And who knows, maybe I'll decide to talk about it on the show. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you next time on the Productivity Podcast.